our opinions are our own. Yes, and we truly love you, Shudder. I mean, Master. This is the closest that we've recorded two episodes in a while. Yeah, we were in the summer. We were on a, a pretty good clip doing them basically yeah. every five days, <laughs> at least every week. <laughs> yes, um, we and we have we've caught up to ourselves almost. Our backlog has shrunk <laughs> substantially. It has. It has. So here we are, twice in a week, seeing each other's virtual fucking faces again. Is this? Yeah, oh, it's been less than a week. Wow. Yeah, I think so. Okay, we'll get that vaccine soon, boys. Yeah. Oh, will we? Six months. Yeah. yeah. Ah, now don't be so cynical, boys. It is I, Austin, speaking to you January babies from the sweet, sweet time of March, where I have ascended this plane of existence into full vaccination. As a matter of fact, all of us are in some stage of vaccination, and we just recorded our first in-person show in over a year. So hang on, guys. Uh, pretty soon, we're going to be sounding a lot more alive. Uh, just as dumb, but it'll just be a little quicker without the Zoom, you know, delay and everything. So we're almost there, guys. We're almost there. They announced that Dodger Stadium and Disneyland are the two first, like, SoCal <gasps> super super sites for vaccinations. Disneyland. But, like, no, yeah, no fucking idea on how that logistically works out. How magical would it be to get your anti-death vaccine at Disneyland? And then immediately get to go and ride the rides at Disneyland, right? (laughs) Yeah, could you imagine? That'd be great. You're cured. Go on Space Mountain. It is the happiest place on Earth. (laughs) God damn it. That's brilliant if they're like, oh, the exit is right through the entrance of the park to get back to your car. Yeah, exactly. And you have to pay the ticket. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They would definitely fucking do that. They wouldn't even have to force you. They'd be like, well, you can re-enter society now, and you you're standing at the gates of Disneyland. Do you have a hundred dollars you want to throw here? <laughs> Can you imagine the shirts that Disney would make for that? Like to commemorate that? Oh, there'd be a pin. It'd be some fucking yeah. collectible pin that nerds would clamor for. Yeah, like wish upon a vaccine, some fucking dumb <laughs> shit. You know yeah. what would happen. Like poorly wrought pun that's not a pun. Yeah. Those but, yeah. <laughs> Pin trading people are the scariest version of Disney fans I've so ever seen. Wild. Oh, it's so weird, dude. They're <laughs> they're nuts. So, and I've spent times around like I've spent time around the like extra weird ones because of dad. <laughs> Man, they love those pins. Oh, it's weird, dude. It is weird. They'll still stand in line for ten hours to get uh, a I, pin. Has your father signed a pin? I don't think he has. That would be very difficult to do. No, no, I don't think he has the dexterity. Like, can you sign this and uh, <laughs> <laughs> just like completely color it over in Sharpie? Yeah, exactly. Uh, note to self uh, to tell Maddie to 
br- grab a goofy pin and bring it to your dad. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, he'll do something with it. <laughs> I don't know if he could sign it. Crush my wife's dreams. Fuck you. <clears throat> if it's a dream, I'll do it. It's just it's very tiny. Can, yeah, can you write I, that a Sharpie on probably or? wouldn't work. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like writing your name on a piece of rice. Yeah, exactly. Well, they do that. I know. Not, my, my wife is so obsessed with Disney and like the pin thing, all these things. So I, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like I don't really know if I can say anything now. I don't know. If, you probably I don't shouldn't. Know if, if I if I <clears throat> if I say anything right now, if it'll incriminate me in the future. Does she, she listen, listen to this? She will listen to this. Oh. Then don't say anything. Yeah, I can't say anything, right? Yeah. In yeah. fact, you should probably be standing up to us. You should probably you be talking should. about how great yeah. the pin you people should, are. You should because it'll be funny when this comes out like six months from now. Yeah. <laughs> and you've <laughs> forgotten three. that you've said it. <laughs> but also, this is a guarantee that this is not getting cut. So, uh, <laughs> right, just know this. <laughs> right, right, right. No, no, no. I, I'm not going back on it. I, and I have nothing to say as far as standing up to you guys. <laughs> on that note, welcome back to the Shudcast. Shudcast. Uh, back to the Shut saying who com. we are thing. I'm Curtis. Hello. Oh, we're doing that again? Shutter.com. <laughs> okay. Uh, we can do that. I'm Austin. Shutter. I'm Lucas. I'm Cody. Cody, you don't even know this, and I don't think, I guess, anyone probably, well, maybe Austin does, but I cut out, you did the whole Shutter.com song bit on the last episode that I just edited, and I and cut you, it all out. You cut it all out? Yeah. Why? It didn't work. <laughs> just didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. It didn't land. <laughs> serenading, you're, you're, serenading the service. You're not you're saying it's funny. You're st- it's dumb as it's good. Fuck for I've sure. kept it in before. I'm just saying yeah. that I notably had to cut some of it last time because well, of yeah. the flow, man. Well, now I'm just gonna be really obnoxious and irritating, and then most times that you talk Great. during this episode, I'm just gonna shutter.com. Great. I, I I wouldn't for the sake of the people listening, and also I do have final control over all the individual tracks, so I can very easily cut that out. Yes. <laughs> so out so of power I'm, you are. Yeah. Uh, now <laughs> I'm just. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you're not even reduced. You're not even a hollow king. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm the hollow king. I don't even have my fucking crown. <laughs> reduced it's, with it's small displayed. <laughs> oh, dude. No, speak, speaking of fucking insects, do any of you listen mm. to Colors of the Dark? The podcast? Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's a podcast? No. Yeah. I only listen to one podcast, and it's this podcast. <laughs> Curtis, are Damn you caught straight. up on the on the episode on insect horror? Uh, maybe not. Okay, is it, so... Is it brand brand new? Because No, nah, like a couple months. Okay. So mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow your guys' fucking minds with something that I learned this morning while I was walking the dog. Um, Please do. There is a fungus that possesses... Possesses ants. And those ants turn into zombie ants. And then those zombie ants climb up onto leaves above the other ants. Their fucking heads explode with dripping the fungus over all the other ants, and then those ants become more zombie ants. I think I did know this. That is insane to me. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Nature's insane. Yeah, imagine being an organism that, like, small in the scope of things and having that be a worry for you assuming they have a consciousness which like mm, i really doubt it but god i hope not i mean i've seen the movie ants and a bug's life so there's at least two 
Uh, one's great and one's trash, and my father's mm-hmm. in one of them, so I'll let you do the math on that. The Woody Allen one. He's in the Woody Allen <laughs> Yeah, he is Woody Allen. <laughs> I my feel dad's like Woody I, Allen. I feel like I learned that spiders have some sort of consciousness, don't they? I, no. That cannot be true. No, and if not. they do, it's only used for pure evil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, how are we defining consciousness? I don't know. That's I think an point. awareness of one's self within the world would probably be my Yeah, I mean like I mean think about it like I try to kill a spider the spider runs away. It has some sort of ability to fight for its life. That's basic survival. Okay, yeah. but isn't yeah. that don't you have to have some degree of consciousness no. for that? No. No, cuz no, that's just like instinct. That's yeah. pure instinct. Mm-hmm. That's not even consciousness. Well, yeah. I think it's like doing something you know it's it's acting against the thing you know would keep you alive or like would help you, right? Do you think that's consciousness? I think, no, I think I, that has a lot to do with it. I think if you saw a spider staring at itself in the mirror, that would be cause. <laughs> so like, I think that like I think that spider thinking knows about something. It's, <laughs> well, for, for clarity, I'm not, about its failures. That, I'm not suggesting that the spider is going, I am the thinking thing. Well, sure, yeah. But, but if by Curtis's definition, I don't have a consciousness, because I don't think I've ever done anything directly opposed to keeping me alive. I think I've always acted in the interest of keeping me alive. Well, like keeping you alive in the in in the macro sense, but like you've done something that's not in your interest. No. No. <laughs> Austin is is that Full psycho- that's not even a psychopath. It's just, that's just inhuman. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's called Correct. it's called selfish. Uh, I prefer to see it as uh, hedonistic and leave, living my best no. life. Hedonism okay. too. The ripping yeah. and the tearing. The yeah, ripping and the tearing. Going with it. I, I think I would love to... I think it'd be a great... And, and listeners, help us achieve this goal. I think if we get to the point where we have money to where we could do like a live show from Hedonism 2, I think that would be an amazing experience. I'm so fascinated by that place and what happens there. I'm and more fascinated by Hedonism 1. Where is that? Can I know. Get, why does 2 get all the attention? <laughs> what is happening? You do, are you not aware of the hedonism resorts? <laughs> no. Listeners right now, if you haven't in Cody, you might want to as well. Just Google YouTube hedonism too. And yeah. there's a fine gentleman that pops up in one of these videos. Sure. <laughs> For those driving who don't know, um, hedonism one and two, there might be a three, I'm not sure. They're a, it's a chain of adult like, swinger vacation clubs where you can go and just like have sex in the open and I just really want to see what kinds of people go there because they're. I cannot imagine they're very attractive. You, people. yeah, I I have an idea. But in the <laughs> guys in the pictures, they're all so attractive. Exactly. But oh, I think you wait, get there. No, and except frumpy. this guy chasing undercover at Hedonism Two by Jason yeah. Panaster. That's yeah. whew, Jason. Put your clothes back on, bud. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be mostly that, and I really want to see it. And I want to see what kind of weird, sad humping happens. Well, it's like it, it's interesting because if you go to Google Images, it's like, oh, the first picture, like, yeah, these are like young, attractive people. The second picture, yeah, these are young, attractive people. Oh, here's a picture where just everybody's naked. And then you keep going, and it's like, ooh. It's like the fire Festival, but everyone yeah. still ends up having like a good time at Hedonism 2 somehow. Right. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> yeah, so also performs wild. at Hedonism <laughs> this looks like a very strange place i'm not gonna lie yeah. i feel like if i keep flipping through this website i'm gonna find porn yeah i mean yeah that's you're you're on the track towards that oh, i don't know i just oh, I, it this is just it open happened. to yep. the public it happened 
Uh, yeah, I think. Like, I don't it's not an invite-only reference kind of deal. It's just I don't like, think so. No, it if you like got you a dick, you can come on over. I can. Yeah, I think it, I think it's a smut club. Yeah, it's <laughs> clo- well. They're cl- some of it's clothing optional. Some of it's not. Oh, okay. So hedonism too. Pursue pleasure. Spring fling. Reignite the spark. Are dr- are are is like open drug use encouraged? Like, am I allowed to rack lines off of? Boners and stuff. Is <laughs> cocaine <laughs> legal in Jamaica? I don't know. Is but this you can't Jamaica? illegal in Jamaica? If I, can't do, if I can't do everything that I want, okay, what if I want to like poke little holes into people with needles? Can I do that? Whoa, then? what? <laughs> okay. oh, oh, I'm you're just saying. The, you're, <laughs> you're taking the word hedonism to its extreme. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, yes. there's a different island for you, buddy. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's hedonism X. <laughs> it's basically just hostile. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hedonism to the fucking kindergarten. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Get on my level. Go to X. Hedonism <laughs> infinite. Yeah. We're making yeah, hedonism you can hunt three. people. <laughs> Oh well, that's definitely horrific. So thank you, yeah. thank you, listeners, for in- indulging indulging our yeah. <laughs> Cody, stop looking. <laughs> no, I'm trying to figure out how much it costs. I want to know <laughs> exactly. So then we can tell our tell, listeners help us get uh, successful enough to be able to pay for a trip to hedonism. <laughs> Sponsored by Hedonism Two. Hedonism Two. I don't want to see any of the people that I'm seeing in the pictures on this loading page. Um, Cody, my birthday is coming up in four months. Mm-hmm. See. Oh well. We okay. Get, so for that the count we, is coming up. Do I get to say it's coming up if it's four months away? So yeah. <laughs> I, do I? These, I mean, they're all they're all always coming up. <laughs> I, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that the hotel room that I had on my honeymoon in Kauai was less money than the cheapest room on this website. Yeah, but were you on a fuck island? So I mean, you got to pay for that. You yeah. Know what did I mean? you get to share your new wife with other people? <laughs> <laughs> I I would love to do a live podcast from Hedonism too, and we'll bring one of you along. If you get us there, that we'll bring one wild. of you along. I would love it. Curtis, we'd be the time only out. podcast. We'd have to, to we'd have to do it from like OnlyFans or Parlor or something. Like, no fucking host us. Wait, hold on. We should have, we should start an OnlyFans. We should start. An what we should we do on our OnlyFans. They'd be very disappointed. Eat foot peel. Oh, oh yeah, God. all the stuff, Ooh, all the punishments peel. that we turn down go to That'd OnlyFans. Be cool. Would people pay for that? Mm-hmm. We, find great we could make a calendar. Because isn't that what OnlyFans was like supposed to be? Was like you get the exclusive content of influencers yeah. from Instagram. Like yeah. it wasn't supposed to be porn. Oh, they really? just had really good and lax content control, like mm-hmm. or, or restrict, restrict regulations. So mm-hmm. the the porn stars and sex it's workers and, and people yeah. who can't make living wage in New York just get on and, and use it to their benefit. Which these girls these girls that are balling out because of OnlyFans, I am so proud of because I'm like, you figured it out. You did it. Because yeah. some of them seem just, they're so happy that they're just like, I can afford rent now yeah. because <laughs> I let guys send me dick pics and I tell them a number out of one to ten mm-hmm. of how good their dick is. And they make yeah. money doing that. That's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing how quickly uh, porn will infiltrate a new technology. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure my father told me that when the camera in, was invented, the second picture ever taken was of a naked woman. <laughs> like, they did the test shot of the field or whatever, and they're like, okay, it works, get naked. 
And then when the like video camera was invented, like the third film made was a pornographic. <laughs> like it's yeah. just it's the first. Like as soon as we discover a new thing, we're like, okay, how can we make do, get people to fuck on this thing? I think that even <laughs> dates back to like cave drawings too. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's like, of course. Oh, yeah. we draw here. Let's make picture of dick in hole. Yeah, just it's the most exciting the thing that humans do. Like they, of course, <laughs> it sure is. That in horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> Porn and horror movies. Porn and horror <laughs> movies. Here. So what horror do we watch this week? <laughs> uh, I'll go first. I'll go first because I only watched the movie that we're going to talk about again. We've been watching oh. The Queen's Gambit and it's been lovely. Oh, and then nice. some Arrested Development. Kalen's never seen it. So we've been more on like a TV mode for the, for the year so mm-hmm. far. So only the one movie. Great. We are 13 days into the year, and I have watched 13 horror movies and Bombshell um, and all three of the Lord of the Rings movies. Um, did, uh, wow. What did I watch since we last talked? I watched. How many movies did you watch last year, straight up? Last year? Like, wait, yeah. all movies? Yes. I don't know. I only counted the, I only counted the horror movies. Has um, to get that letterbox, man. I don't think it's 500. Um, it's north of four, easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's say four thirty. Uh no, I don't know about that. I think it's probably way less than that. <laughs> Did you letterbox all of them? No, I only I only letterboxed the horror movies. Um, cool, you're, kill- you're killing us. Well, I mean, I just it, really only because I. It's really the only thing that I care to like keep track of. Um, because those are the ones that I watch in abundance. Mm-hmm. Everything else. You know, I can like I can pretty much remember everything that happened in Bombshell because it's the only not horror movie that I've watched recently. Um, whereas so many of the horror movies, I'm like, ah, which one was that? I have to go back to Letterboxd and be like, ah, that's right, that was that one. Um, mm-hmm. What did I watch? Uh, I watched Aliens, Alien Three, and Alien Resurrection. Um, uh, I forgot Good. that Ron Perlman straight up impersonates a gorilla in the beginning of Alien Resurrection, and that makes me giggle. Um, mm-hmm. I've forgotten that. Yeah, because he he does kind of resemble a, 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 a an ape. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, yes, he's big and big, strong man. Big, strong man, and he's just big got jaw. A, yeah, big jaw, mm-hmm. very big jaw. I mean, there's a reason that they cast him in Quest for Fire. Um, uh, and I watched <coughs> Flesh Eating Mothers uh, <laughs> from 1988, which was delightful. Um, I recommend anybody that likes trashy movies to get drunk and watch that. It was a lot of fun. Um, and I watched Bombshell, which is the, uh, scariest movie ever made, um, that made me so mad, rip shit mad, um, and I started to throw things. Yeah, um, it'll do I that. should not have watched that, uh, uh, after quitting smoking. I should have watched that before quitting smoking, because the whole yeah. movie, I just wanted to smoke and smoke and smoke. Mm-hmm. It was awful. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I've not seen Bombshell, and Jessica has it on Blu-ray in her place right now because she wants to see it mm-hmm. for whatever timing reason that works out to be. Um, but I, I'm, I, I'm out. I don't need it. No, it's I a, just don't need it. It's a good movie. Like I do. Yeah, see, it's I a do good movie. Recommend watching it. It's a, it's a good movie. It's it's solid. It's really inter- it's really interesting. But yeah, um, it makes you just really, really, really mad to live in a world that Fox News exists. Yeah. yeah. It makes you hate people you already hate yeah. even more. Yeah, That's and it's tough. funny because it doesn't make you hate Donald Trump any more than you already do. It just makes you hate everything else a yeah. lot more than you already do. Mm. Yes. Yeah, it's horrific. Don't want it. <laughs> and I watched, uh, let's see here, I watched Gothic, 
Um, gothic, not Gothica. No, Gothic. The um, fuck. Who is that? Who's the director? Is Gothica um, the Halle Berry one? Yeah, Gothica's yeah. Halle. No, yeah. Ken Russell's Gothic. Oh it's fuck! A, nice. It's a. Um, uh, do you guys know about this one? No. It's really interesting. So it's kind of like a. It's a. Um, a fantasy scenario of what would have happened when um, Mary Shelley, Percy Shelley, and uh, God, I remember. I remember the guy's name. The doctor that wrote um, the vampire, I think, all got together at Lord Byron's house and uh, all told each other ghost stories and what would happen. It's mm-hmm. it's pretty fun. It's very Ken Russell, but it's it's uh, interesting and really good if you like that era of literature. Super trippy. Uh, not nearly as trippy as some of his other movies, but it gets pretty um, uh, phantasmagoric in a way with the yeah. way that he portrays <laughs> nightmares. Um, it's very interesting. I liked it. I'm into, I'm into that. It's yeah. great. I can keep going, but I don't think it's a good idea because it'll get boring. So who who else wants to go? <laughs> Lucas, what you got? Um, I started watching this crazy movie called The Professor and the Madman starring uh Mel you? Gibson and Sean Penn and what? it's a yeah and it's about <laughs> them creating the dictionary <laughs> what what <laughs> I got I got like 30 minutes in I was like this is too crazy <laughs> this is this a new movie, movie? <laughs> it's a newer movie yes it's Oh my what? god! Yeah, and it's like yeah, Bell Gibson plays this professor, and Sean Penn's the madman, and together they write the dictionary. In, Wildly uh, against type, there, like completely yeah. do, do <laughs> yeah. the opposite. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and I also started watching a new Korean horror series uh, on Netflix, so the lesser streaming service uh, called Sweet mm-hmm. Sweet Home. And uh, I'm only one episode in, but I cannot recommend it enough based off this one episode. Really? It's very what kind, cool. What, what kind of horror is that? Uh, monster. Scary oh, monsters. Survival oh, kind of thing. Um, yeah. I just, them flexing, the, Korea flexing their CG abilities again, mm-hmm. um, but also mixed with some really cool practical uh the use of like the coloring in this show is incredible. Just all, every every frame looks like a painting. Uh, wow! Yeah, it's really cool. And yeah, that's it. Hell yeah! Uh, let's see. Outside the movie we watched this week for this, I watched. I discovered that the Scream series is on HBO Max, and I don't own them on Blu-ray because I'm waiting for just a better... One, I'm waiting for the 4K because I don't have them already, and I'm waiting for a better edition. I'm pretty sure the Blu-rays are just HD transfers, so don't need that. Anyway, <laughs> I, I, I it's like a late at night. like It's 11 o'clock, 11.30. I'm going to turn something on for the next two nights. I watch Scream and Scream 2. Um... Those, nice. those are two almost perfect movies. Scream 2 was one of my favorite sequels of all time. Like, fucking Timothy Oliphant in that movie is untouchable, and his performance alone keeps like keeps you from thinking he's the killer when quite obviously he's going to be the killer. Mm-hmm. Um, love, I mean, enough's been said about Scream. <clears throat> right. Those series are so good. And then The Neon Demon, which I talked to you all about uh, briefly. I hadn't seen it before. 
firmly in the body horror trope for those of you who have already seen our episode at this point of the hallow stream <laughs> we talked yes. about body horror <laughs> probably this movie too dude this movie it's i'm usually not a fan of style over substance like i love style so much and i love if things look cool and sound cool but i'm like okay if you got no story to tell here why are you doing it but i legit think that one of the few people who pull this off is Nicholas Winding Refn, who did Drive and Valhalla Rising and <clears throat> so much other cool shit. Oh, it's the same guy that did Valhalla Rising? Yeah. Oh, oh, you just sold me on watching that ASAP. I did not know oh, that. Oh, nice. Dude, that movie, that movie's a trip. Valhalla it's Rising? A trip, trip. That's a fucking yeah. wild movie. Yeah, he and Mads Mikkelsen, <clears throat> I mean, they were both uh, f- Finnish, I think. Um, and they did the Pusher trilogy together, which yep. I have not seen. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> I think Shutter has those, or they, they did at one point. Definitely did. I don't know what the status is on that. Anyway, yeah, he seems to be the one person who's able to do the style over substance thing and still make it work for me. Like it's fucking gorgeous. The sound. Cliff Martinez does the same score. Is the same person who scores it as did Drive. It's gruesome and. Devastating and Keanu Reeves bonus for just slimy ass Keanu Reeves is in this movie and I I didn't oh. know actually and his name popped up in the opening credits and I lost my mind I was like hell oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah Neon Demon rocks so that's what I did fun yay <clears throat> I don't know why I yayed you can yep. yay I, there really wasn't a here. reason to I just don't know why I did that's all. Well, Curtis was done talking. That's a good That's reason, a reason to enough yay. to yay. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> which brings us to this week's movie, which is Behind, Behind the, the mask. mask. Behind the, the Mask. The Rise of Leslie Vernon. The Rise That's... of Leslie Vernon. <laughs> Whoa. Yep. Did you do that <laughs> again? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gunning for your job. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh. That was me doing you doing the <clears throat> title intro. That works. If <laughs> you <laughs> it's not, it's, that was too long, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I think it still might be a little bit too long. Nailed it. It's, it's, that, that's closer. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's under a second. <laughs> Cody, you do have to do the whole thing for this. Behind yeah, the Mask, got, The yeah. Rise of Leslie Vernon. Yes, you absolutely do. It will be more than one second then. It will be um, a... Extended version, kind of like what we did for Friday the Thirteenth, but not. Oh, 30 I see. Seconds. So, so when you do it, it gets to be however long you want it to be. Uh-huh. But when I'm doing it, it has to be under the second. Well, there's only so many Sounds syllables like that you can do in one second. So, it's only so many syllables you can do in one second. Well, then, how about this? You do this one. No, I'm okay. I'm okay. No, 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 no. You I'm, just do, no. I'm, no, busy. I'm not. See, I'm not going to do this one. So you're going to have to. No, do it. I. I when when is it? I can't. I have a thing. <laughs> I'll even send you the logic session that has the has the audio already recorded. Here, you just I already put, did it, and so just take that and put it in the uh, logic uh, session. Uh, yep. Uh, That's great because that means it's probably just gonna go here. We're gonna shut this bitch down. Whose turn is we'll to shut, shut it down? It. Yeah, who not mine. The shut. <laughs> it's, it's not Lucas's for sure. He did it last not week. Lucas. Who did Austin? I did I'm Austin did Mandy, close. right? I did Mandy, yes. Curtis did Urban Legend, right? Yeah, this is a Cody joint. This is a Cody oh, it's joint. a Cody. Okay. It's a Cody. Oh, 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 oh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> to All be right. fair, this is a I think a I think a pretty easy one, as far as shutdowns go. 
Now, Cody's going to want to talk a lot about theme and his shutdown. Yeah, I was going to say, now, that's coming from someone who's actually very good at shutdowns. Yeah, I'm not very good at these. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at but all. But I think, as far as a shutdown goes, this is a pretty good one. It's funny, because right, I anticipated that I was going to have to do this, and I was thinking to myself, I was like, how many of these have you done that you actually did a good job at? And I went, I don't think any. No, I don't think so either. Well, I have the timer here now, and so I'm going to set the timer for one minute. You have one minute to give us the uh, everything that happened in Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Here we go in three, two, one. Okay, so in a world where slasher legends are a thing of reality, there's a dude named Leslie Vernon who wants to be one of them. Uh, there's a grad school journalism crew that signs up to uh, document his attempted rise at becoming a legend. Uh, he gets together with them. It kind of explains the tricks of the trade, such as how to do cardio to make him walk and stalk a teenage faster. Uh, uh, he introduces them to his mentor, Eugene, who's a retired serial killer that might just be Billy from Black Christmas. Um, he shows them his survivor girl, uh, the Virgin, and the remaining cast of characters that he plans to kill. Uh, takes them to a library where the survivor girl's hanging out. Uh, he lures them into a reading article, blah, 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 uh, killing a past legend. Oh, shit. Uh, he realizes that, realizing that Leslie's a fucking around, they cr- they go to warn the girl. Uh, they're interrupted by Freddy Krueger. Uh, he's actually uh, a mental patient from Utah. They suck it up, decide to finish the documentary anyway. Uh, Leslie booby traps the whole house, shows Ten them. Seconds. The kids start to show up. The crew decides to warn them. Then it turns into a slasher movie. Survivor Girl's actually a slut. Five. Um, real Survivor Girl's the virgin Three, of the documentary crew. Two. Leslie kills, kills everybody off. Finishes the graphic. Fuck! Oh, well, I'm boy. just going to talk the rest of it. Uh, the Survivor That was girl. pretty fucking good, though. <laughs> that was lie. pretty good. Like, that you were nailing a lot of detail and yeah, running you, through you, it and almost got it. Uh, Although was, you were wrong, uh, he's not from Utah. He's from Nevada. Ha <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> ha. Oh, okay. Um, uh, the, uh, uh, the real Survivor Girl is the virgin. Um, uh, the real Survivor Girl virgin is the documentary um, documentarian. Um, yes. uh, she, uh, leads him into the killer shack. Um, she then crushes his head with an apple grinder as he planned. Um, she douses the whole barn in, or shack in gasoline, um, burns it down. The end credits roll. Kane Hodder is just sort of standing there. And then a charred Leslie Vernon rises from the body bag. Was that, was that Kane, Kane Hodder, Hodder at the, the end? Yep. No. Yep. That guy had it long hair. It, it's it's not credited. I I went into a deep dive on <laughs> on. No no no. Kane Hodder was in the movie, but not he there. is in yeah, the movie. In but I went into a deep dive on all of the Easter eggs because um, oh. I wanted to catch all of them. Um, so dear dear listeners, for those of you that haven't seen this movie, uh, this is a movie that is made for people that love horror movies. Um, yes, it is not a very good movie. Um, I will definitely say that, but I, I disagree. Love it. I disagree. I love it. Not being a very good movie. I have. It's one of those. Well, we'll, we'll get into that. But it's it's filled. And you rated it higher than I did on Letterbox, and I'm like, this is a pretty good movie. <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> yeah, think, you rated it very high on Letterbox. I I did, and I won't lie. I I actually think that I did because it's um, it does some things that I really appreciate, but its flaws are just so fucking apparent to me um, uh-huh. that I actually fought with myself. Um, it was one of those weird moments where I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm putting this on the internet. Do I want to give it a four or do I want to <laughs> give it a three? Um, and I settled on the four. Um, but uh, do you guys want to talk about the movie or do you want to go in the Easter eggs? What do you guys want to do? I, I would love to hear Easter eggs because I don't... I mean, as Cody mentioned, if you haven't seen it, it is, it's, it's a comedy 
it's a comedy horror. It is it is very very much a a sorry my dog's going nuts on a squeaky toy. Um, Kill the dog. It, this it, uh, okay. <laughs> wow, that's aggressive. Um, this movie is very much a love letter to horror, and I also appreciated it like kind of poking fun at horror tropes and sort of. If you're a, a big horror fan, this is way, way up your alley. So on that, I would love to hear whatever fun Easter eggs you might be able to impart upon us, Cody. Okay, so some of these I did not catch. Um, some of them I found after online. Kind of I'm going to assume you found all of them after. Okay, you can say that. So go on. Um, obviously, the movie's very meta. Um, it's acknowledging that Crystal Lake, Haddonfield, and Springfield are real places, right? Um, there's the wonderful scene towards the beginning where well, uh, Springfield is a real place. It's in Illinois. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I think it's. I think it is. Is it Springdale? I think it's Spring Springdale. Is it Spring? Is that Elm Uh-oh. Street? Yeah, yeah. No, isn't it? Spring- we can say Elm Street. Crystal but Springfield Lake is definitely a, exists, place. and there's also mm-hmm. an Elm Street. So Cody, these places <laughs> exist, but- <laughs> and there is a Haddonfield, New Jersey. So. Maybe I'm about wanna... to quit. <laughs> I'm about to quit. <laughs> <laughs> we um, did it! Uh, <laughs> uh, there's that wonderful scene at the beginning that we all just noted where uh, they're on Elm Street and they say, we want to talk to you about, can we talk to you about your neighbor, Fred, uh, Frederick, and it's Kane Hodder oh. going yeah, into the house. It's Springwood. Springwood, okay. Ah, Springwood. Um, there's that. Uh, another nightmare reference is when they're, uh, when they're talking, up, when, he's, when Leslie's telling the crew about the murder selections and who, how do you pick your final girl, the stoners, how they can be like quick, easy kills. There's two mm-hmm. girls playing jump rope in the yeah, back from Nightmare. That. It's another one you guys probably caught. Those mm-hmm. are the two more, I'm assuming the more obvious ones. There's Doc Halloran. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, from Shining. Yeah, right? so it's, well, it's, it's um, Danny, Doc Torrance, and Dick Halloran. Yeah. Combination uh, of the names. Um, the medium from the pol- from Poltergeist is the librarian, yeah, um, which yep. I love. She's very Zelda, recognizable. Zelda um, Rubenstein, I think. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, at the beginning of the movie, there's a Red Rabbit pub reference. I saw that and I was like, "That's got to be something," and I don't know what it is. Halloween. It's Halloween. Yeah, I think it's Hall. Isn't Halloween with the Red Rabbit? I don't know. Red. What's rabbit? the Red Rabbit? The Matchbook. <laughs> that. Um, oh yeah, it, it is. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, uh-huh. the Eugene, uh, the guy from Walking Dead, Herschel. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the lament configuration is in his house. Is it really? Yeah. The lament, the lament configuration from Hellraiser is Fuck. in his house. Uh, as is, I think it's there. It's uh, Ash's car from Evil Dead. Oh, is in great. front of it. <clears throat> I uh, wonder if that. I wonder is do you, do we know if that's the actual car or like because like notably no. it's in Sam every Sam Raimi movie like that'd have been fun if he was able to get like that that and right. honestly that one I went back and tried to find that one this is one that I read online um, yeah. that mm-hmm. one I went back I couldn't find it um, no. oh okay. so it's so, bullshit but I there is a car that like looks like it could resemble Ash's car so maybe that was a distinct <laughs> choice but I don't mm-hmm. I don't sure. it's nothing there's nothing about it that's like oh that's Ash's car right. Um, you can't claim that one. I, okay. Um, <laughs> the, uh, that's a very specific car because it's been in every single Raimi movie. Right. Like you, right. That's a very specific car. So um, that's tough. Uh, the, uh, when Leslie's putting on his makeup, um, when he's going, he's starting to go crazy, right? Um, uh-huh. The end credit song from The Shining is playing. Oh. Oh. Um, which I, I love that. that. Um, and this one's my favorite. And... Uh, 
so Eugene's character, when he's on there, if you guys recall, he's talking about how um, in his time, when he was active in the 60s and 70s, he says, it was a lot easier. Um, I wrote the quote down. He says, um, uh, back then it was about the quantity of work. How many jobs can you fit in a year and how many places can you hit? You know, we didn't have all this preparation these guys have today. Uh, there's always been hacks out there, people mucking it up, one-hit wonders to make a bloody mess of, the, of some sorority somewhere and get killed or arrested. Makes it bad for all of us. Cheapens it. And then in the next day, he says, Jay, Fred, Mike, uh, there weren't nobody like them back in the early years. We just hit hard, wiped everybody out, and disappeared as soon as we could uh, without ever giving a thought to coming back. So uh, I read some interviews with the screenwriters, and there is a... Uh, there was a in in a draft of the script and something that the screenwriters always referred to is that Eugene is supposed to be a grown up Billy from Black Christmas. I definitely got oh, the like. I definitely got the vibe when he was like sorority killer sort of thing. I'm like, mm-hmm. what Black Christmas thing are we trying to invoke? But right. I mean, that would have been fuck. That's that's super cool. Well, I, I buy it. It's fun. one of those movies where like. Because I wrote a note down while I was watching the movie, because I was like, "What the fuck? Like, what the fuck is Eugene supposed to be?" Because like everything seems like it's a nod to something, right? I was like, "So what's Eugene?" And then I read that and I went, "That's fucking awesome! I love that." Yeah, super meta, super low key. May or may not actually be what they intended in the final product, given that it's not like something that's like super explicit. But if that's the way that the screenwriters are still kind of joking with themselves about it, I'll take it. I love that one. Yeah, that's great. Um, and those are all the ones that I wrote down. I'm sure there are others, dear listeners. If you found others, um, please let us know. So, yeah, that's a great example of what this movie kind of is. It's just a like really fun nod to all horror. It is. Yeah, I had a... I, I mean, I feel like I had to have heard of this at some point, but it, it doesn't strike any memory for me when it came out, um, people talking about it. So this is a fairly new uh, discovery for me. And like, yeah, this thing does show its its warts with how it's filmed. Like it's, it's clearly half a found footage movie and they used all the money they had on the not found footage stuff. But like, yeah. I was so fucking impressed with just how much they were able to do for whatever it was. Like mm-hmm. it's, this is, this is Cabin in the Woods light, you know, four years. I mean, right. six years before it came out, but it's like four years before Cabin in the Woods was even made. So, like, just the thought of these guys to put horror, turn horror on its head in a way, in the same way that Cabin in the Woods does, which I hold up as probably the smartest horror movie ever made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, by no means do I think this, I, I like this near as well, but, like, this is the down and dirty, like, I had... $300,000, you know, wrangled that from somewhere, made this movie with these extremely smart ideas. And this is what we get. Like, I'm, I'm fucking floored by this movie, honestly. And mm-hmm. <laughs> again, I, I gave it three and a half stars on my letterbox. Uh, so it's obviously not my favorite thing ever, but like, right. yeah, what, what works really? The broad strokes fucking work for me. Yeah. I think the totally. broad strokes work really well, but I think that, um, some of the minutia is a little bit, um, it, 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 I think it gets confused with itself at a few sure. points. Um, and I think mm-hmm. it's like easy things that they didn't, that could have been changed. 
um, that would have made it a lot better. Um, mm-hmm. That said, I think this is, I, I think like what? that of the minutia. So, um, for mm-hmm. instance, um, th- there's the Leslie in the beginning talks about how he's part of this legend, right? Um, that's in mm-hmm. the town. Okay. And then, but then later you find out that it's not actually that. And he's just an, an escaped, deranged mental patient from, I guess it was Nevada. Yeah. Reno, yes. Um, that, it, that felt kind of weird because it just sort of happened and then it, it never went anywhere with that. Yeah, there was I no feeling like, oh. Right. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Like that didn't, right. That didn't feel like that needed to happen. Like, no, uh, yeah, looking back on it, you're right. Like, with the grand scope of the story and where it goes, like, whether or not he was or was it, yeah, it doesn't matter. He was going to kill people anyway, so. Right. That, I wish Robert England had had a little bigger role who, in the story. Who? I'm sorry, who? Robert England. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got it. Because um, he's, A, he's great, and I love watching him anytime I can. But, yeah, I wish he'd had a little more, like, because he drops that little hint of, like, he's not who you think he is. Or he was my, his name's actually this. And, it, yeah, it doesn't matter yeah, at all. It, it, it just, it felt like it's one of those things where it's, they, they got really ambitious and tried to throw a lot at the viewer and tried to do a lot of different things, such as the Robert Englund in general, his mm-hmm. the lack of, his, the, the fact that he's there, he doesn't really show up that much at all. Um, right. Uh the that random choice um but um i think the thing that i go back and forth on that really kind of kills it for me in a way is that uh you have this mockumentary style movie you know for what three quarters of the movie Mm -hmm. um and it works so well and then suddenly the mise-en-scene changes entirely and Mm -hmm. it goes to slasher movie right which you kind of had to from a narrative perspective they they well yeah okay i I suppose but i think that i i I, i've been asking i've been going over in my head if there was a better way to do that i read somebody somebody had a had made had posed a thought where well what if you had just made you know two movies um, mm-hmm. Of course, the reaction, the response to that is, well, maybe they didn't have any enough fucking money to make two movies, you asshole. Yeah. Um, yes. That, yeah. But, you know, in theory... I, I feel like they're lucky that they got to make any, you know, narrative, non-found footage thing at all. Right, right. Yeah. On the flip yeah. side, the fact that the, that the, the slasher movie part at the end is um, so piss poor... In so many ways, almost Bro, makes we've it twenty five of <laughs> these movies this year that I think at least six of which are worse. But that's what I'm getting. At. That's what I'm about to get at because okay. I think that's right. I. Yeah. It almost makes it. It almost works that way because it's almost right. like they're leaning. They're leaning into the fact that it's a campy, shitty B movie. Mm-hmm. You know Maybe what I mean? A hundred percent are right. Which they spend I, the whole movie dissecting everything about horror movies. So I think they would know. I mean, maybe I'm just giving them credit, but yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I agree. I think the final act gets a little, it's not as exciting as maybe it could have been. And I feel like the like twist, if you can call it that with a little telegraphed a little early from the the earliest scenes of the movie, for sure. Did that, did that surprise anybody that the final girl was going to be the, the, uh, the moment, the moment they walk in and, the nine foot two girl is actually fucking. That's when I was like, it's the journalist. 
Did you <laughs> notice how same. tall she was? She was like when they came back tall. out back downstairs. I was like, I did. You did not look that tall at the restaurant. Like what? Had, like they put her next to other people, and she's like eight feet. It's crazy. <laughs> eight feet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think that's uh, yeah. I wish. I guess I wish the if they're going to go that route. I think making that final act a little stronger might have been a little more satisfying. Um, but I, it's fun. I mean, it's fun. I, I mean, I think they were leaning into the B moviness, and also again with budget and whatnot, and you you get it, what you get. For what it's worth, I think that script is very fucking good. Like, obviously, I haven't read it, mm-hmm. but like you. It's it sets all these things up and pays them off very well. Like when the when the twist happens and then everything he said he was doing for the kids in the cabin, he ended up doing for the document document documentary crew. You know, yeah. hiding the bodies, and we then we're caught as an audience. We're caught on our heels. Like, oh, now we don't know where the hidden bodies are. Like mm-hmm. theoretically, we just knew where he was going to hide the people he killed. Now we don't know where they're going to pop out, and that like that symmetry is very nice for me. It's very, very crunchy. Very, I, li- I like mm-hmm. that. It, yeah. That feels good for me. Even if, even if the, the deliverance of it all is, you know, a little chintzy or, or low budget, but like as a story, that's, that's fucking solid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think oh, yeah, ultimately I totally that's agree. why I gave it, that's why I gave it four stars in letterbox. I just, I think yeah. there's, there's so much that they do that I want to stand up and applaud, but then the flaws are just, are, are so apparent to me mm-hmm. that um, uh, it doesn't necessarily. Um, I can't look at it the same way that I look at a trashy, a trashy horror movie that I laugh and enjoy myself the whole time with. Right. Because this one well, seems like it's trying to do a good job. You know what I mean? Well, and I think they. I think they did. But something I will say is, so I watched this with Kaylin because I was like, oh, this is like. Because I didn't, I didn't really know much about it, but reading the synopsis, I was like, "Oh, it's like a, it's a comedy, it's light." So we started watching it, and she tuned out like twenty minutes in. She was kind of over it, and it made me realize, like, yeah, if you're not like super into horror, you're not going to catch a lot of these. You're not. It's not going to be that entertaining. So on that, I, it maybe is a little bit of like a notch back of like it's not going to be accessible to your average viewer like it, it's it's hitting a niche audience like people like us who've watched a shit ton of horror movies love them know everything about them and thus we appreciate all these little jokes and nods and tropes playing out but to your average viewer eh, maybe they're not gonna get that and it's not that exciting you know mm-hmm. you know it's it's funny because even to even to some avid horror fans that i know um they do not like this movie um maddie maddie watched maddie was on the just she was just with me while i was watching it she likes horror movies quite a bit. And then about, I don't know, 45 minutes in, she goes, this movie's garbage, isn't it? <laughs> and I went, this is a great, I was like, I think it's great. It's a lot of fun. She goes, I think it's like really terrible. And I went, well, why? I think it's very yeah. fun. Uh-huh. Um, Did she say it's why? very, very fun. She's like, because look at it. She's like, she, <laughs> she's like, everything, what isn't? And I went, well, I went, well, it's just really clever. It's really fun. It's a, it's a good time. I don't think it's supposed to be like, you know, an outstanding. I don't think it. I think it knows that it's not going to be a fucking Academy Award-winning movie. Oh, of course. Yeah, it's doing a very specific thing, and it does it very, very well. Right. I think. I I did love the performance of the guy who played He's Leslie so Vernon. Fucking good. awesome. I thought. I Fantastic. thought he nailed that as being just this like regular personable guy who 
does have the possibility of being <laughs> a murderer. Right, and like weirdly you know? excited, like that like young actor energy or whatever who's like just really excited to like do this thing <laughs> and like the thing he's doing is murdering people. <laughs> like, yeah, and like referring to Michael, Freddy, and Jason as like Larry Bird and Michael Jordan and Patrick yeah. Ewing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> like these, those yeah. are my dudes. Like, I want to be yeah. one of those guys. Yeah, they're the greats. It's such a clever yeah. idea from that extent. But and actually, on that note, so he has these heroes, right? Clearly, his heroes. Um, given that they're his heroes, and he clearly idolizes them and wants to be like them, I would have loved to know why he has that mask. Yeah, that mask is that. So that's I think where the, like the the lore of his character is bad. Is that right. why he should he should be the kid who was yeah. discarded and killed and beaten? And that mask should have something maybe to do with that. Also, mm-hmm. that mask was fucking hideous. I hated that mask. Really <laughs> I oh, I love that mask. Well, oh, I did not like the mask. More so, I didn't like the hair on top of the mask. Because <laughs> when he'd walk that around, that was actually a detail I liked because it, it would very, like flop yeah, and it looked yeah. so doofy and silly. It did. It looked very like not scary farm outfit. Yeah, like that's I would see that guy yes. at not scary farm. For and their sure. costumes aren't great. I love not scary farm, but like let's be real, the costumes aren't great. For sure. Um, what was it? Yeah, this uh, the one detail of this that I love the most is it's my favorite detail in the cabin in cabin in the woods. Just like blew my mind when I saw it, and like cemented what storytelling was for me in Cabin in the Woods is as the engineers, um, Bradley Whitford and Richard Jenkins are watching the scenario unfold. And as every time they have to uh, tamper with the environment, it's like, yeah, we're not supposed to do this. The audience doesn't really like it, but we do it just to get it moving in case these people aren't going to do what we want them to do. Mm -hmm. And that being a symbolism for what like, cheap bad horror does like every time the audience is like oh yeah now the fucking now they're outside and they want to fuck like it that's the symbolism and so when the killer here when leslie's like uh what do you do with the axe he uh he like sabotages yes when he's sabotaging like weapons and other shit in his environment like that's the same thing like and that predates the cabin in the woods idea for me and i'm like oh like that's fucking brilliant like because the audience is like yeah we don't because the character says we don't really want to resort to that but you know i gotta do what i gotta do like i'm the one who is at the disadvantage here (laughs) right yeah (laughs) that's what he says yeah (laughs) like i i gotta fucking i gotta make it look like i'm walking and still be near these people (laughs) (laughs) that was super fun the like cardio thing yeah it's great like those those details just Make what could be a cheap thing really cool. And Eugene mincing the carrot like really quick when he gets all hyped up in the kitchen. I love the wonderful, (laughs) 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 wonderful, really fun. Yeah, that was good shit. The the thing it did one thing that I always kind of go. I mean, it's 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 fine that they did it. I always just I've I've always thought that the um, uh, the idea the idea that um, women in horror movies always use the phallic object and they're empowered mm. with the phallic object. Yes. I've always felt that like, felt like that was very like narrow and pigeonholed and might be unnecessarily Freudian in some cases. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but 
I love the way that they do it in this one because of the quote that he has where he says, she's empowering herself with cock. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then he says, it's convention, Tay. You have to respect it. It's, and then yeah. It was just so like, it's just leans so hard into knowing, um, it, to knowing all those beats. It, it, the, it, everything that Curtis was just saying. There were a couple really good lines like that. Like I wrote a couple down where um, he's talking, he's kind of giving excuse for what he is and talks about how, how uh, unborn life is meant to be protected. And she goes, does that mean you're uh, pro-life, Leslie? Yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah. a, he's a serial killer. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. mm, don't, don't fucking test me. Yeah. And then, and then that, the, the most gratuitous shot of the movie where he's going through his plan and the couple goes down to the basement and then she un- unveils, the girl unveils her breasts and the guy is yeah. clearly fondling them. And she goes like, come on, is this gratuitous? And he says, now Taylor, who's telling the story? So that mm-hmm. very much like turns it on like the the gaze, like who's behind controlling what we see right now. And right, right. now it's this sociopathic dude. So uh-huh. that was a lot of fun. Yeah. It's super fun. There's so much about it that again, I just I I I want to just stand up and applaud and scream at the top of my lungs. Everybody should fucking watch this movie because it's so awesome. Mm. I didn't I didn't yeah. understand going back to the gratuity thing though, like I I didn't understand the upskirt shot. I was gonna say, talk about a gratuitous shot! Holy shit, that upskirt like, one where, where she's going you, up the was ladder. Was it supposed to be funny? Like, was and, it supposed to play into the tit thing? I think it happens I twice. Doesn't it? It happens yeah, a couple times. Do, yeah. Twice. yeah, there's two of those. And that <laughs> Jesus then harkens back to what I was about. What I was about to finish saying, which is, but then I remember things like this and go, eh, maybe it's not. Maybe yeah. it's not that great. It's not perfect. I think it's very, very good and worth watching if you're a horror fan, but it is absolutely not perfect. Yeah, it definitely makes me question, like, I'd love to either either ask these people who made it or, like, hear them talk about it. Like, was that something that got lost in the tone of the edit where you're Mm -hmm. knowing what you're doing and trying to play both sides of it? Like, yes, now we're male filmmakers trying to give you a real horror movie and here's an upskirt shot or was it just like they didn't fucking know and they suck you know (laughs) right it's you don't know and it's very very interesting and on that note i think it's interesting that the documentary the docu portion um Mm -hmm. feels like it's actually well kind of well edited and well put together and well filmed and then it's like the moment that it turns into like a real cinematic experience it's Mm -hmm. like it all just guess what making movies Look like movies is really fucking hard. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I know I, I, I totally out of my sweet, element with that. But there were some sweet shots, like when it when it pard pivots when they end the documentary and it like just switches into slasher. Yeah. And there's that sweet ass crane shot oh, overhead. Yeah. Oh, that was great, man. I loved that. I was like, okay, now we're in movie world. Okay, great. I'm all in. Yeah, I I yeah, wonder I, if the fans of those true crime documentaries, the murder porn. That um, everyone's in love with. I wonder if they would like this. Interesting, because I don't, because it has a lot of fun with dealing of dealing with the logistics of being a serial killer. Right, right. It has a lot I mean, of fun. Doing I'd be, it. I'd be really interested to hear their take because it's for me. It just feels so geared towards like slasher, even more so. Like I was gonna say, like Cabin in the Woods, which is one of my all time favorite movies, feels more like like an examination of just like horror movies in general, this feels very, very narrow to slasher mm-hmm. movies, mm-hmm. specifically 80s slasher. It seems to be really what they're having fun with. So it'd be interesting to see what like 
the true crime people would think of this because it, it just I mean you have Myers, Freddie, and Jason being talked about constantly and all the slasher tropes and everything. It feels like though, like Lucas, what you I think makes sense about that uh, question is that if you were to make those mythological characters real they'd be true crime like they're slashers just like serial killers right you Mm -hmm. know yeah so that that is that is interesting i wonder i bet there is a good crossover like in the venn diagram like this is where you get a true crime person to maybe be into slashers Mm -hmm. right (laughs) right this is like the the gateway the fantasy version yeah yeah, it's like that little crossover like it's almost true crime And it's almost <laughs> slasher. So because I had us. so much fun him dissecting the first contact part where he's got to pull the brick with the fishing wire to yeah. make the door slam and everything. And he's got to run back and forth and all that stuff and get out of yeah. there. I thought I was like, this is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. And he's like, usually I got to do all this by myself. <laughs> yeah. but you're here, so you're gonna help me. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I, I, there was a moment where I was watching it, and then. Like when he was doing, I think it actually might have been that same scene, but I started thinking to myself, it's like, so how does Jason do it? Yeah. You know, it started like playing mm-hmm. in my head, like what that looks like. And it, you can have a lot of fun. It is. Yeah. It's yeah. funny. Cause we we figured out in, uh, what was it? Resurrection? No. Fuck. No. H2O. That Michael does like CrossFit pu- arm pull-ups <laughs> yeah. to like lower yeah. himself and raise himself. You mean when he is when he is flat against the ceiling and then (laughs) (laughs) slowly does that two movies? Yeah, got to be a CrossFit athlete to to be a serial killer or be a murderer. Dude's jacked. (laughs) It almost makes me feel like we should do. I mean, people are making these fucking fan film, fan Friday the Thirteenth films all the time that just aren't called Friday the Thirteenth. Makes me feel like we should do the fan version of the way Jason plans his. His killings. <laughs> could. We, we absolutely could. Yeah. Curtis, you're do, about the right height, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good height for it. The tall man. Yeah, he's a very very good height for it. Mm-hmm. I do wish, I, I, I think I do wish this movie had been maybe a little funnier at the top and a little more aggressive at the back. I feel like yeah. if they had gone a little harder each way... It might have been a little more successful. It felt a little you, too narrow. You, you know, know what? I, mean? I I actually appreciated how subtle the humor was. That it wasn't traditional setup punchline jokes. Like mm-hmm. all the humor was him just explaining how much cardio he has to do to do what he does, and just the very you know the quick things like the carrots and mm-hmm. uh, like I found I found that subtle humor. I think I was like this works because if you were to start doing something more akin to like best in show like that kind mm-hmm. of humor i'd say you were trying too hard mm-hmm. right that's fair so i think i think uh i think i think they nailed the humor me personally i don't think i think they fair. got the humor okay i no. just think i think if the, i think if i think if they'd gone a little farther with the comedy the turn would have been i think a little more fun cuz it would have like felt much more like oh, oh I got shit, you. it's turned now. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. just or even leave the comedy where it is, and maybe just turn the back end a little harder towards more horrific. You know what I mean? I, I just I, to get that really good contrast. I think I, I I'm kind of in the middle of of both of your responses. I I uh, but I because I do think that it should it could have been a little bit leaned into it. It's making fun of itself and horror movies more. And then gone balls to the walls with the violence at the end. Um, definitely, maybe made the kills a little bit better. 
um, mm-hmm. and then maybe not have the documentary crew um, get cold feet seven times. <laughs> Fair. I mean, it's amazing they were willing to do as much as they were. Th- this is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. I, it, which is strange for a movie in general where I feel like the front, like for the first 20 minutes, I was definitely like, oh, I think this might suck. You know, I was like, this yeah. might not be my thing. And then the, then the last 20 minutes, I'm like, this isn't great, but mm-hmm. I've already seen the rest of the movie, so I can contextualize. But it's like one of those where the middle, outside of the ex- explanation of who he's supposed to be, works so much better than the rest of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that yeah. like middle hour is pretty fucking great. Yeah. And yeah. Something on either end of that would have yeah. made this even better. A little stronger. Mm-hmm. But it's a fun ass time, and I I loved it. As as I'm curious to know if you guys have had the same experience. Uh, as I've gotten further away from watching the movie, um, this is the second time I've seen it. I saw it once in college. Um, as I've gotten further away, uh, I have found myself have it feeling like um, uh, uh, she loves me, she loves me not, but vice versa. I love her, I love her not. Um, mm-hmm. where I love the movie, like I'll be like, man, I really fucking like that movie. And then 10 minutes later, being like, I don't know if I like that movie. And then 10 <laughs> minutes later, man, I, I, I think I really fucking liked that. Then back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Has anybody else had that? No, I wouldn't say we've gotten that far. I think it's a lot of fun, and I'd recommend it. But yeah, it's, it's not perfect and not one I'm like clamoring to watch again. Because like, I legit was like, I'm going to go buy a shirt. And then, like, I had, like, had a shirt, like, in a shopping cart with my credit card out. It's 7 in the morning. I'm already buying, thinking about buying shit at 7 in the morning. And I'm like, nope. You know what? I think this movie might have sucked. I'm not going to buy this. And then didn't buy it. And then, like, you know, an hour later, I'm taking a dump. And I'm like, nope, it was a good decision. I shouldn't have bought that, you know? But then mm-hmm. three hours later, I'm taking my second dump and going, fuck, you know, I think I am going to buy that shirt. And then I pulled back up, you know? It's just, it's, uh... I'd right. buy a shirt of this movie. It might just be a personal Regardless, problem. I do. I do also tennis ball myself with this a little bit, but I, I'd buy a shirt. That should be the that should be the qualifications of like. Would you buy a shirt of this movie? Would yeah. I buy a shirt? Yeah, Ooh, that's a new I'd thing. Yeah. I think we should start using that. Uh-huh. Would you buy yeah. a shirt? That's a very mm-hmm. good qualification. Mm-hmm. I have that's too many shirts, so I would. Rotten Tomatoes binary system. Yes, I'd buy. Yes, I'd buy a yes, shirt. I'd buy a shirt. No shirt. Hell yeah. Anything else we want to want to say about behind the mask? Do you do you think do you would you say that this movie walked so Cabin in the Woods could run, or did it crawl so that Cabin in the Dude, Woods could run? Does I, that I don't I, work for this. I think it does. Like I don't. They they had to have seen this before beforehand. It's there's too much time. I mean, I know the release was delayed by like a year and a half. I'm sure they were in development at the same time, but like, I feel like this had to have been an influence on Cabin in the Woods it's somehow. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting. Someone had to. I think Joss Whedon had to have seen this fucking thing. There's, mm-hmm. an, I don't know. I don't know, but it feels like he had to have. Yeah, it's an interesting. That's that's really interesting because I, I'd be curious to find out for sure. I don't. I don't. I don't know how I feel one way or the other. To be honest. This is one that you could like get by scot free on. Like, yeah, I saw Behind the Mask three months before we started prepping our movie, and like, <laughs> who the fuck's going to call me on this? Right? Or like, right. you know, yeah. But which, yeah, which, like, there's not. It's not like they rip this off. There's, there's no way. No, in which no. that's a thing. But like, there are some. 
there are concepts in this that I thought only Cabin in the Woods did, which makes me one the ignorant one, and two, and you know maybe maybe there's more than just uh, this and Cabin in the Woods that have done these things. Actually, you know what? It's funny because right. now that we're thinking, now that I'm thinking about this, I watched this movie right after Cabin in the Woods came out because I read an article on Bloody Disgusting or something where they said if you really like Cabin in the Woods, here are other great self-reflexive horror movies to watch. Mm. And this was one of the ones that came up. Oh. So, yeah, totally a world where that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, I didn't put it together at all, the comparison. It's very, very obvious now that we're talking about it. But at no point watching it did I think, oh, this makes me think of Cabin in the Woods. Just because, like, abstractly they are the same sort of thing. But within the just separate worlds, they're just so radically different. Yeah, I think the goals of both of them are very similar. Like what they're trying to do and what they're trying to break down and also build up is, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, and that is, I I think, why I give this movie so much credit in my head is like, that's the hardest thing to do. Like you're trying to make a straight faced parody of the Mm -hmm. thing that you, of the thing you're making. It's just bananas to even try and consider doing. what I, what I love, like what you just said, like break it down and build it up. What I love about this is like it's clearly made by horror fans for horror fans, but it's very not afraid to be like, this shit's kind of dumb, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like this thing that happens is fucking stupid, but we all like it. So it happens, you know, which I, I very much appreciated. This sort of like, I always love to sort of like tear down the things that I hold too high you're like yeah they're not that great but they're great like pick it up pick it up mm-hmm. back up just mm-hmm. humble yourself it's kind of silly <laughs> but we all love it <laughs> yeah and then the, it takes the it, it takes the time to like actually analyze why the bad things why we like the bad things like why do the bad things exist it's because you know we need the things need to move right like the, mm-hmm. the plot needs to move forward so sometimes it's bad just so we can fucking get to the end right <laughs> right, right. It's, exactly it's absurd i love that shit and you have to do yeah. that before you can get to like Jason goes to hell. Yes. Yes. Right. <laughs> yes, exactly. Jason cannot get the space until, <laughs> until we do this shit. So one one thought that I had as I was watching the movie was how does how how does this movie change if one of the documentarian one of the documentary crew, not not Taylor, the girl, but either of the camera guys, how does this movie change? Does it be better? if either of them are obsessed with slasher movies, you know? Oh, it absolutely does. I mean, they get, there's a betrayal from the inside, right? Like, right, right, right. But things like, for instance, I, I, I obviously it doesn't work as well if Taylor's, if Taylor's the, Taylor's the slasher freak, because then she's like, wait, wait, I'm the virgin. Right. But mm-hmm. it, it, I, I, I started laughing to myself of like, if, if one of them, because like was catching on to like that's what's up, or was getting excited about what mm-hmm. Leslie was doing. Because the 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 thing that I kept asking myself throughout the movie was like, why is the documentary crew here? Yeah, that was Kayla had a big problem with that too. Like, yeah, like why why are they here? Other than the fact that like, I mean, I think it was that Leslie reaches out to them and says, "Do you want to document me?" And they're grad students. They say, "Yeah, we'll do it." But yeah. That, well, this is also theoretically a world where there aren't slasher movies. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Obsessed. Okay. In this. All right. In this world. You know what I mean? Obsessed with obsessed with the legendary serial killers. Right. Okay. So right, you have right, right, you right. have one of those fucking true crime nerds that we were talking about earlier. 
Right. Mm-hmm. But their yeah. true crime is our slasher movie. Right, right, right. Got it. I don't know. Yeah, that's a that's a weird thing where this definitely breaks down. It's like how how can one of those guys be into yeah, they have to be into true crime because, like, how can they be into the the tropes of these people, but mm-hmm. also know that, like, they're the movies don't exist. Like, it's right, a, you have to kind of keep them rat's nest. Right, you right. kind of have to keep them dumb though, so that they're susceptible to yeah. the plan later. Because if they're too into it, they might figure shit out. So you kind of need to keep them dumb. That's why. That's why I say, like, if one of them was like, you know, when Leslie starts talking about things like the Virgin, and then the one guy could be like, well. Oh no! Never mind. Never, that doesn't work because in in this in this world they're not movies. They're real people. Never mind. Yeah, exactly. They're real people. Never mind. Do you think there's with the crew? Do you think there's? Because I was trying to figure out. Because there's so there's the scene where the crew they're with Leslie and he's about to do his first two kills with the couple on the bed, right? And that seems to be the moment where everything shifts, and you know, the main girl gets starts to get super bummed out and freaking out, and that's kind of when it all turns. Do you think they, they didn't think he'd go through with it? He That he wasn't actually a killer? So this is what I was talking about earlier with the if they didn't get cold feet seven times. Mm-hmm. Because it, it, they did, the movie doesn't do a very good job of conveying that clear that of conveying that the the documentary crew does this assuming that this is just a very eccentric weirdo that he's not actually going to do it right and Got then it. when they see the way he acts in the library and they realize that he's actually sort of kind of out, out to like maybe kill this 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 9 foot 2 girl that <laughs> that maybe they should go warn her. So that's when they go to the cafe, right? That's the first time they get cold feet. And then they go to the van because Leslie's standing there and he throws her into the van. Yes. And then she's like, well, yeah, no, we'll still, no, I take it back. We'll, we'll still hang out. We we can hang out still. And then it goes back to, no, I don't think we're going to hang out. It's like, it's like they keep going back and forth from deciding whether or not, yeah, no, he's going to go through with this. No, he's not right. going to go through with it. We're to the, and this is, I think, one of the movie's big, like biggest flaws is that to the audience, it is abundantly fucking clear that this is what he's going to do. That's the whole point of the goddamn movie, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they probably could have framed that a little better. So we are also not sure if he's just silly and being weird or actually wants to murder people. Or again, make it so that the documentary crew's into it. You know what I mean? In, into murder? In, no, yeah, no, into the true crime thing. Like this, they're kind of getting off on the voyeurism of this. Right, 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 right. And then it becomes too real. Yeah, like, it's yeah. Look, guys, it's not a perfect movie, but it's pretty fun. <laughs> 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 that would that would have been a pretty good, I think, and and simpleish uh, explanation. Just cut though, that out. Like, and like think about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. And let's rate this page. <laughs> no, not, not perfectly, pretty fun. <laughs> uh, this was also 2006, where the true crime stuff wasn't really as hot. Like, right. That's also true. Maybe they could have done it, but it wasn't on. Probably wasn't on the forefront of their brains. But to do it then again, way. neither this movie also had no was never destined to be a, a legendary hit. And true crime geeks did exist in 06. 
So just not like now. Not like it's not it's not a pop culture thing like it is now. Yeah. It's very popular now. Yeah, no, I I mean I have a hard time. I don't do a lot of true crime myself and I would have a hard time if creating an idea and, and considering the true crime of it all. Mm-hmm. If I didn't have anyone telling me any different, I'd be like, I wouldn't consider the true crime nature of it. So I get right. it. Probably me either. I struggle with true crime because, like, mm. I love horror movies, but I started listening to true crime. Like, yeah. but someone died. Like, I'm kind of not cool with yeah. hearing <laughs> grisly details of real people yeah. being brutally murdered. Like, I like the fun Jason, like, mm-hmm. you know, pushing a fucking wheelchair guy down stairs. <laughs> That's great. That's fun. But like if if that actually happened, I'd be horrified. I swear, I just went on a Bumble date that like kind of like winced when I told her I was super into horror and do a horror podcast. But that uh-huh. she was like, "Oh yeah, I love making a murderer and I love all that stuff." I'm like, "What?" But See? that's real. That's worse. That's so much worse. That's real, real murder. Way worse than fun murder. And also, she's talk. She stopped talking to me when I told her that. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey was smut, but it is absolutely smut. <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't you shouldn't take umbrage to that. It's just smut. Like, I, just, I, it's, I, it's not, enjoy like, your. You smut. can like smut. I, then I'm dodging a bullet if you're being offended by me calling that smut because it's absolutely <laughs> smut. Yeah. Well, oh, here's to you, doubt. nameless bumbler out there. Yeah. You can like smut, and I know you're yeah. listening because you're stalking Lucas now. Yeah. You're not good enough for my Lucas anyway. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, though, if we are still talking by this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. So are you technically still talking to her? Uh, so yes. You, so you didn't scare her off when you told her the fifty. Well, actually, no. We're at the period where she, where there's a, been a long enough break. Do you think to you're going to want to be I talking to her in March? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Let's rate this bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I will give Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon eight sequels um, because in the aforementioned reasons, I love the heady ideas behind it. I love the things it posits toward the horror genre and especially the slasher genre. I think those interesting questions make up the girth of the worth (laughs) for the film. (laughs) And... It's it's drawbacks are very clear and it, it's cheap, but it's you know it fucking does some really cool shit, really fun stuff that even cheap things don't even attempt to do. So here's for you, here's to you for having the balls um, behind the mask. Um, at least eight sequels. Now I want to start my own podcast called "Is It Worth the Girth." <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. That'll be the spin-off dating podcast. <laughs> when we start covering porn. <laughs> yeah. I give this movie, Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon, one scythe. Because we didn't talk about his weapon of choice. It's, the scythe. It's which super I actually small was, scythe. Well, that's better. It's much more maneuverable it's than true. a big one. And I yeah. think that was a great choice. I think that was a fun like you know, play on the iconic weapon. Yeah, scythe. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, it's super fun. It's you know, I feel like I feel like everyone involved in making this movie, we would get along with super well because I feel like we're probably similar horror nerds who also like to tell silly jokes. Um, yeah, you know, it's got its warts, but don't we all? And it's super fun. And if you're listening to this, you probably love horror, so you should absolutely watch it. I will give behind the mask one 
nine foot two blonde woman. <laughs> because while not for everybody, those who are into it will love it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna give this uh, one uh, deprivation sensory deprivation tank. It's actually a coffin buried underground. Um, mm-hmm. I really enjoy this movie. Like I said, uh, I gave it four stars. By no means perfect. Um, I re- would like to retract my previous statement earlier in this episode, in which I said that uh, this movie is not very good. I do think it's very good for what it is. Uh, can almost promise you that tomorrow morning I'll wake up and be like, nah, that movie's a fucking trash fire. Um, I was going to say he ping-ponged within the episode. Yeah, no, I, I'm going to ping-pong. I ping-pong hard on this one, and I actually kind of recall doing that when I watched this in college. Um, but I try not to think about that because, or, or put any clout in that because I have a feeling I was probably also under the influence of multiple substances when I watched it. So, hey. um, yeah, really like this. Uh, viewers, you should watch it. Um, more importantly, you should watch it on Shutter. And if you're not using yes. Shutter and you're listening to this podcast, um, we think that you should die. Uh, well, I would say uh, keep listening. Just also uh, subscribe to Shutter and then write write to Shutter and tell them how much you like us. Mm-hmm. And and tag our mm-hmm. tag our handles. We have uh, Instagram at Freakenstein underscore ENT, Woo. and we have a Twitter. At Freakenstein and no underscore, and that annoys me, but it is what it is. I think if you search Freakenstein on any format, you'll probably find us. Um, we're we're it'll very, be very apparent. Yeah. Yes. We're very, very apparent that we are who we are. Yeah, we'd, um, we'd appreciate it if you'd follow us everywhere and if you would um, specifically subscribe to this podcast. Spe- um, yeah, and especially to the grocery store. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say maybe don't follow us everywhere, but on social media, please do. No, follow us those places too. If seriously, if somebody stalks me because of this show, just how like if you if you reach out to Austin and you don't know him, he'll give you money. If you That's true. if you stalk me at the grocery store, it has to be the grocery store. Anywhere else, it's weird. If you stalk me at the grocery store and I don't know you, I will give you money. That's the most wow. edgelord fucking shit, and I appreciate you. And so if you much, continue Cody, to stalk you. Cody, you will get an all-expense-paid trip to Hedonism <laughs> too. <laughs> We're gonna party together. Yes, uh-huh. we are for our live podcast extravaganza. And by all expenses well, the last paid, we mean that you're going to pay for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you pay for our but expenses. You can come too. Yes. Everyone comes in hedonism too. That's their tagline. Last thing on that gates. movie that I, I'm going to hate myself if I don't say it. You said the the self deprivation chamber. This movie is Kevin the Woods meets What We Do in the Shadows. That made oh, me think of What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, right, right, quite right. A bit. Yes, it very much anyway, is. And this absolutely. and this a very predates What We Do in the Shadows too. Not by yeah. much oh. though, right? No. No, not a, a lot. Bit. Um, a bit. Oh no, more than less than. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that was 2013. Yeah, so Cabin in the Woods is, oh, yeah. is shorter. Anyway, than never anyway. mind. Anyway, thank you for listening to this yes. entire fucking thing. And someone please tweet Austin for money because he'll give yeah. you money. Yeah, tweet Just tweet at Frankenstein Ant and you'll get some money and tell your yeah. friends. Tweet, and yeah. make sure again that if you if you don't subscribe to Shutter, you do that now because if you don't. Um, you kind of suck. 
Well, I'd say tell your friends about this podcast first and then subscribe to Shudder. Yeah. I'm more concerned with this podcast. I think Shudder's got AMC backing. They're fine. But AMC yeah. can be need- greedy and drop them. Um, subscribe to Shudder, and if you don't, again, die. We, okay. we want a we wanna promo code. We, yeah, we could tell we could tell them a promo code right now, but it might not work. It probably yeah. won't work. It definitely won't work. Uh, Shud, do that. See what happens. Promo code Shud. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, just Google it. That's how my wife finds discounts and everything. I'm sure they're gonna That's promo code the point someplace. Th- God damn it! What? That's not the point it's of true. this. The point is, we need a promo code anyway. All right, thank you, listening. <laughs> thank you so much. See you next time. Bye. What did I do? Bye. What did I do? Bye. Shut up, dude.